This is Deacon Greg sharing walking in the way of love, rest. I don't know about you, but I am feeling acedia. No, it's not a new word that I just made up, but a very old one. According to theconversation.com, John Cassian, a monk and theologian, wrote in the early 5th century about an ancient Greek emotion called acedia. A mind seized by this emotion is horrified at where he is, disgusted with his room. It does not allow him to stay still in his cell or to devote any effort to reading. He feels such bodily listlessness and yawning hunger as though he were worn by a long journey or a prolonged fast. Next, he glances about and sighs that no one is coming to see him. Constantly in and out of his cell, he looks at the sun as if it were too slow in setting. Now this sounds eerily familiar. Yet the name that so aptly describes our current state was lost to time and translation. Reviving the language of acedia is important to our experiences in two ways. Well, he said two ways. I say three, and I'll get to the third one. He said, first, it distinguishes the complex of emotions brought on by the enforced isolation, constant uncertainty, and the barrage of bad news from clinical terms like depression or anxiety. Saying, I'm feeling acedia, could legitimize the feelings of listlessness and anxiety as valid emotions in our current context without inducing guilt that others have things worse. Second, and more importantly, the feeling associated with physical isolation are exacerbated by emotional isolation. That terrible sense that this thing I feel is mine alone. When we experience, or I should say, when we experience can be named, it can be communicated and even shared. Learning to express new or previously unrecognized constellations of feelings, sensations, and thoughts builds an emotional repertoire which assists in emotional regulation. Naming and expressing experiences allows us to claim some agency in dealing with them. As we, like Cassian's desert monks, struggle through our own long, dark treatment of the soul, we can name this experience, which is now part of our emotional repertoire. Now, I would add a third reason to reviving this ancient word, kind of what they described up above, but I would say comfort and rest. Now that we have a name for what we are feeling, that we are not the only ones who have felt this way, and it is not all those other things that we thought it could be, 
we can begin to relax and feel more comfortable with how we feel knowing that it is normal in these times. Knowing what to call how we are feeling also helps us to find rest in the Lord, to spend time with them and receive the grace and peace of their presence. Thank you for joining me on my walk in the way of love. Until next time, may you stay safe and healthy, and let us live in the Lord's blessings. 